swear that's longer than 30 seconds. Yeah, I think that was longer than 30 seconds. <laughs> it, it feels like it's longer than 30 seconds. Uh, hey, what's hey. going on? I'm trying to get the video pulled up on my um, on my tablet here so I can see who joins through Facebook. We got people dropping off left and right, bro. I love it. Yeah, guys, what's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Look, we got Chris over here. We got, we got KY in the house. KY, got... yep, yep. Matt, yeah, Matt. Matt. Uh, let's see. Shrek over here. George over George. there. Uh, they're moving it. They're coming in hot. Let's get this coming party started. Dirty country. Yes, sir. BRBC in the house. Yeah. Um, tattoos. How many tattoos do you have? Me? Yeah. Uh, you gotta one. know. I've got one. <laughs> they all combined together. I probably got over. Shit, man, I probably got over 30, 40 tattoos, maybe more than that. You don't, Both you don't, arms. You don't know mean? exactly how many you have? But after you get so many, it's just like they can bind together. Yeah, I guess so. I only have one. So, yeah. What do you uh, have? Oh, yeah, you have something crazy. That's funny. It's, it's, a, it's a version of the Sublime 40 Ounce to Freedom Sun. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's back here. I never see it, you know, but... um. So yeah, so so we're talking about tattoos because our guest tonight is um well, he's not here yet. <laughs> he's I think he's uh, speaking of tattoos, he may have, he may have had to get a tattoo done or something, but I yeah, mean, you know, he's he's getting that ink in there, you know, uh yeah, finishing I up. Mean, so uh yeah, we're just going to hang out and uh wait till he shows up. Um but he actually visits the shop that I had my tattoo done at here in town. And he's friends with the owner and stuff like that. So, um, I don't know. I'd like to get my tattoo touched back up again. And th and I do have tattoos in mind. You know. What yeah, a, yeah, oh, yeah. look at that. Bearded Country. 28. See, he knows how many he has. There, I've got... And then, uh, there, uh, he has four and he wants way more. I know everybody like, uh, everybody wants more once you got them. 24 okay. DJ. Yeah. And ready well, for shit, more. Man, I've got, I've got my chest completely done. Both my arms, my back, both my legs, my side. I've got a tattoo on my nipple. Dude, Chris, send me the picture of that, man. And I'll send you, I'll send you a picture of mine. Mine's a variation of it. Um, so the guy who did my tattoo, he said that that sublime son, which I love, he said he couldn't do and it look right, um, uh, because of all the detail. So we came up with something different and, and, and that's what I have. So it's unique. Nobody else has it or whatever, but I've seen the 40 ounce to freedom sublime son done very well on others. So... Uh, yeah, I'm a big Sublime fan. Uh, let's see, DJ, I want one. I have an empty sun outline on his back with the intent of getting the 40. Okay, all right. 
Hell yeah. Shout out to Sublime. Rest in peace, Bradley. No. <laughs> Asians, uh, Thomas the Train said, he said, if you don't know who I am, I'm Asian. <laughs> <laughs> that is right. The The only other guy who's uh, keeping up with me on the uh, Pat shirt count, you know, me and him about patch for patch. I'm pr- the, I was going to uh, say, I think, I think he, he may have you beat. I don't think so. I haven't counted. Just like tattoos, I haven't counted. Oh. You know. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, uh. Yep, yep. Asian, if you didn't know I am. It's being sent to Patch Chat now. Oh, okay. All right. And it was free? Oh, Chris got his Sublime Sun tattoo. All right, hold on. I got to check this out, dude. Oh, man. There it is. That's dope. Hell yeah, man. I don't have that. The guy so the guy who did mine, he um he was new to tattooing. He actually he pierced my labray and he did all the piercings in the beginning. And then he eventually uh, by the time I had went to go get my tattoo done, he was apprentice apprenticeshipping and uh was doing tattoos, so um, I think that was one of his first tattoos. That's what's yeah. up. So if that's you cool. wanted to make it a little easier on him, you know, hey, that's cool. Um, George, I have eight with my back playing, my chest playing. Oh, your head? Ah. <sighs> I see those guys on Ink Master coming in, you know, and they're like, I want my head done. And then they're dying and stuff like that ah. um i don't know here let me click the intro let me get that over with all right let's see i don't even know where it's at there it is so yeah i'm germ i'm beans how y'all doing tonight and uh so our guest tonight is is, is busy you know, I guess, you know, and we're waiting, we're waiting uh, for him to hop on. Um, one of the uh, contestants and winners of uh, Ink Master, uh, owner of a couple of tattoo shops, uh, Clean Rock One. Hell yeah. And we're, we're excited him. for him. We're excited. We're patient. And we're, we know he's a busy guy. So, oh, yeah. So, I mean, he drops on. Hey, I'd be happy if he jumps on for 45 minutes, if that, you know what I'm saying? So, come on, man. It's it's all good. Everybody's, everybody's going to see it, man. Everybody's going to see it, and they're going to be like, hey, man, he's badass. He really is. Yeah, yeah. So, we will definitely just hang out and uh, and wait for him to show up. So, Don is doing the side of your head. Whew. Hey. Ooh. Man. Oh, what? TJ's going to get a rebellious podcast tattoo with our cartoon faces. Hell yeah. Uh, it, I will make you the third host of our show if... if <laughs> Facts. For, yeah. For, yeah. If you get that done. That's, um... That is crazy. Carter's Inc. and Mad Tatter here in Bowling Green did all of his. Okay. All right. Good places. It's good places. Um, 
So I recently started binge watching Ink Master, and I started all the way from the beginning. Um, and I just finished season two, and now I got to find the other seasons. Um, um, I mean, I watched it. I watched them all when they come on TV, but I love them. I don't know what it is. It's just something about watching. I love tattoos. I always have. I always will. I mean, but it's just one of them things, man. Yeah. Because once you get them, you're, like, hooked. Yeah. Thanks. It was always, it was always uh, like, I got mine when I was 18, and I, I've had plans to get more done, but it was always just kind of like a money situation, you know what I mean, in the past. Yeah. Now I have expendable income, and I'm ready to start getting some more. Uh, Bearded Rebellion Tattoo is definitely going to be one of the first ones that I get. Um, yeah, has, there's, there's a few people that have that. Um, I know Thomas from Kentucky, he has one. Yep. Um, Kurt, uh, no, uh, Ramey, he has one on his chest. Yeah, uh, on his stomach. He just got that, uh, that PNW. Yeah. Yep. Um, who uh, else? So, uh, oh, that was the wrong one. Uh, Tanner wants to know if anybody, uh, who's here watching in the Bearded Rebellion. Um. Oh, yeah. If they have one yet, I misread it. But yeah, yeah. There's a couple. There's a couple people that have the BRBC tattoo. Yeah. Um. It's like diners, drive-ins, and dives. Oh, it's addicting. The show Ink Master is addicting, like diners, drive-ins, and dives. Okay. I gotcha. Uh, DJ submitted applications to be a human canvas one year, got a call back, but it didn't happen, unfortunately. Uh, I did, too, actually, because uh, a portrait of my father is one that I want to get done. And, you know, I figure they're going to have the best of the best on the show, you know, and uh, it'd be a good opportunity to get one, you know, uh, but I never heard back anything. Uh, at least you got a call back. That's pretty cool. Um, and uh, to do that, if you just go to the Commander website. We got um, action, boys. We got action. Oh, man. All right. So that must mean he read his text and he'll be joining the stream here shortly. Uh, so if you go to the Ink Master website. I think there's like a tab or something that says apply to be a human human canvas. And then that's how you get on there. Um, and then it, if I'm not mistaken, it's like, what do you want? And there was certain categories, military, portrait, new school, old school, you know, stuff like that. So, um, yeah. So check that out, you know. Um, and good luck, because being on that show would be pretty cool. Uh, 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 Papa Smurf and I are getting O. Getting O. Maybe he oh. meant one. Maybe he meant one. Or maybe they're getting zero. Zero. <laughs> they're not getting any. Um, What's he up, said... He said, um, how do I do it? I told him to hit the link, so keep an eye out for him. Yeah, oh yeah, I'm watching backstage. Uh, yeah, click the link, sign in, and see. 
Oh, they're going to get Bearded Rebellion Maryland, BRMD. Well, let's see, what are your little kids in the background, Beans? One of your girls just <laughs> snuck by the door. <laughs> Uh-oh, we got action, we got action. There he is. Yes. Just school shit in general. Boom! Hey! Boom! What's good, bro? <laughs> then come out on the topic of, oh, because she was talking about What's up, man? You there? Oh. Is the shit working? Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Can, Can you I hear us? It's uh the voice, the the mic doesn't work very good. I can't hear anything. Oh, shit. Uh, turn it up. I don't Hit know. We hear... I will hear you. Okay. Can you hear me now? Yeah. yeah, we, yeah, can... yeah. we can hear you. Okay. It's perfect. Yeah, yeah. Nice. I don't What's know up, to... man? I had to have my fucking uh, <laughs> help me out. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. What's up, bro. A lot of a lot of the guys got to have the, the their partners help them out. Yeah, with some of this technology shit nowadays. Boy, let me tell you, I'm the look. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, man! That's what's up. Hey, man, I'm happy you could join us tonight, man. I appreciate it, man. I really do. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we got a bunch of guys that are excited. Uh, bunch of tattooed brothers here in our club that uh, we're really stoked to hear you. Uh, being on the show and we appreciate it a lot man yeah for sure yeah i'm i'm down well yeah so what uh what what made you start wanting to tattoo in the first place man like what what made you get to that point oh so all right let's start from the beginning here so um i'm just walking through my house hang on a Are you straight? um so i I'd, I'd always been into tattoos like my whole entire life like um ever since i was a kid uh my my family they kind of, um, they grew up around, you know, I, I grew up around kind of like, uh, the biker kind of outlaw, um, kind of people, I guess you'd say, not the straight lace, really, you know? Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, I was always into tattoos my whole fucking life. And, uh, I, I was always kind of an artist. I never considered myself an artist, but I was just always, I guess, better at it than everybody else around me um and then so i got my first tattoo when i was 16 because i was just this punk skater kid and all my fucking heroes were covered in tattoos and all these fucking biker guys that i saw and everybody was everybody that i was intrigued in that was like this dude's a fucking badass they had tattoos and i was like this guy um he don't take no shit. He's a fucking mean son of a bitch. And he's got tattoos, you know? So uh, so once I got my first tattoo when I was 16 years old, I went in. You know, I'd already been in a bunch of tattoo shops already. Um, first time I went in a tattoo shop, I was uh, probably around maybe 10 years old. And, uh, you know, it was right by my house. And uh, I was riding by and we are going to the you know, the little pharmacy to fucking steal candy or some shit. I remember seeing a bunch of motorcycles on and uh, I was like, what is this place? I'm like, tattoos, huh? And uh, so I was like, you know what? Let's let's go in and check it out. And I remember walking in and um, there was a bunch of bikers in there and they all had like fucking shotguns and fucking handguns and pistols and shit. And uh, when I walked in, they like all hit them behind their backs, you know? And they're like, what's up, kid? And I was like, fuck is- <laughs> on here you know i'd never even seen a, you know i'd never even seen a gun before until then 
And uh, I was like, well, what? And they're like, you need help, kid? And I was like, yeah, fuck, I want a tattoo. And they're like, you got any money? And I was like, no. And they're like, come back when you do. And I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah. Like, and it just, you know, balls were just fucking so outlaw and just so like, like, you know, the skulls and the fucking, you know, just all the biker shit that was just fucking amazing. And, um, I just fucking fell in love. So I ran back to that motherfucker as soon as I turned 16 and, uh, I got a tattoo and watched how, I mean, I, I watched how he did this thing with fucking Hawk and I pretty much, as soon as, as soon as he started and I halfway done, I was like, yeah, I can do that shit all day. So I started, uh, I started getting fucking tattooed on a regular, like, I mean, I had probably five tattoos before I was 18 uh, that my parents and my parents didn't even know anything about them. You know, I, I got my first one at 16 and then I just kept running back to that motherfucker every fucking dollar I had. And, um, and they pretty much were like, Oh, what the fuck? You're never going to be able to get a real job. Ah, and I was like, uh, I don't, whatever. Like, I'm like, I don't know about you, but dad works in a fucking factory, fucking ink. And everybody at his work has fucking tattoos. Like, what the fuck? Like, I can get a fucking job at his fucking place easily. Hell <laughs> yeah. So, I basically, um, I, I ended up making some homemade tattoo stuff when I was in high school. And I started um, tattooing in high school. And um, I was fucking everybody up left and right, man. I had to line out my fucking bedroom door fucking tattooing these motherfuckers from sun up to sundown and uh I was trying to, and i kept trying and trying and trying to get a, a a job and i found out that it was like pretty much impossible um i mean i had dudes fucking trying to beat my ass when i went in there fucking asking them for a job because tattooing wasn't as glamorous as it is now you know back in the fucking 90s if a tattoo shop heard you were tattooing out of your house, they would show up with their fucking crew and they would break your fucking hands. You know, it's mm. way different than it is now. You know, now you got the internet and every fucking Tom, Dick and Harry is telling everybody fucking what inks they use and what machines they use and what fucking supplies they use and how they do it. And, Oh, check out my video and here's my seminar. And, Oh, we're all going to be this happy little community. But it wasn't like that back in 1995, you know, Back in 95, it was like, oh, you're doing tattoos out of your house? Cool. Well, we're going to go beat the fuck out of your fucking husband. <laughs> or your, we're going to go beat out of your, fucking, uh, your family and then you. It was it was just a different time. Um, yeah. And I got in I, – I, I feel like I got into tattooing right at the tail end of, like, the golden years. Um, I feel like the 90s was probably, like, the golden years. When you talk to most tattooers – that have been in it for a long time. The nineties was the fucking shit. You know, it was, it was really starting to crack off. Artistically. But then it was all the time where motherfuckers were making some bomb ass money. So it was, uh, it was, it was really good, you know, but yeah, so I, I started tattooing, um, at a tattoo shop in 1995 and I just been never fucking sense. Hell yeah. So were you seeing a bunch of different uh styles in the nineties come out? Um I mean as far as like new school and, and stuff yeah. like that. 
I was already a graffiti writer, um, doing graffiti. And so I, I really dug that art. And then the whole, the whole early, like younger generation of tattooing was kind of like trying to put their own, um, their own spin on things. And, and I, I, I gravitated to that really fast because, you know, I, I really like traditional tattoos, um, but I felt like they were so juvenile that um, I was above that, if that makes sense. Okay. And I'm saying that, that traditional tattoos aren't difficult because they are. They're very difficult. But if you look at the, the backbone and structure of them, some of them are they're like kindergarten drawings, you know. Mm-hmm. And I was already kind of a little bit more artistic than, than those. I did those tattoos, but at the same time, I, um, I was like, well – why am, why am I only using three colors on this tattoo when I could use 30 colors on it <laughs> and put highlight shines and textures and so much more um, value to the, to the image than just making it, um, you know, so I was kind of taking traditional ideas and putting my spin on them. And, and I guess since I was the fucking new guy and just not following really a lot of rules and just kind of making art and doing good tattoos and the best I could. I don't know. I guess I got, I guess I got lucky, I guess. Oh yeah. You know? So from your first experience on ink masters to the point where you're just like, man, take us through that. How how did it feel from the very first show when you was on it to the show where you won as a coach? I know, man, I've watched you from each, each season you've been on, man. I, I, I love it. Now, me personally, I'm going to throw that. I do think you should be the third coach, the new third coach on the show. I'm going to throw that out there. I do. Um, but just tell us a little bit of, about how it made you feel each time that they, they would let you come back and show your skills. Well, I, I'm, I'm going to say that I, I feel like Ink Master is an amazing show. It's a fucking awesome show. I love being a part of it. I love everything about it. I love fucking TV. Uh, but winning Ink Master is kind of like winning the Special Olympics. Like it, I, I feel like it's uh, it's a it's a great fucking thing, and I'm glad I won. It was cool. It was rad. And not a lot of guys can say that they can do that. And and um, it, it's it's hard. It's very difficult. Um. But um, I feel like if you go to a tattoo show um, and you do your your best and you do tattoos, um, uh, it's you're you're being a little bit more true to your own art because you're doing exactly what you want to do. Where as far as Ink Master, you're kind of being told what to do. Like you you really don't just get to go there and fucking just do what you love. You got to do what they tell you to do. Well, today you're gonna do fucking this is what you have to do topic wise and style wise and this and that and whatever. Um, and I realized after the first, first day of filming in season five, back in 2014, that this shit was about fucking drama and TV. Like, yes, it has to do with good tattooing. (laughs) Drama and the TV plays a huge part. (laughs) So, um, when it came down to making it to the finale, I did, I did kind of feel like, well, maybe, maybe I have a chance at winning this because 
Um, you know, I, I know my fucking shit's solid and I seen his and I was like, his shit's not solid at all. It's not tattooed very well. Um, but then, um, I know how the show goes and I know what makes good ratings and I know that the formulas and I know, and I, and I figured all that out. So is when I lost, I, I was like, I, I wasn't upset at all because it's TV, you know? And when, when somebody tells you, well, your tattoos done better, it's tattooed better and it's fucking this and it's this and it's that and it's this and then this one's not very good but you didn't need to challenge then you know i i wasn't upset at all when i lost the first time because i i knew it was fucking tv um and i knew that i did do a, a better tattoo as far as uh you know, application goes um and that's how the, sh- the show's geared up it's geared up to uh you know, basically, uh, it can go any which way they want it to go, and I'm glad I lost. I'm glad I lost because it it would it set me up for being the most popular guy on the fucking show. <laughs> you know, so everybody's like, "I can't believe you did you went back," and I'm like, "Well, yeah, motherfucker, they paid me to come back." <laughs> yeah, we're like, dude, did you see how everybody freaked the fuck out when you lost? Yeah. That was fucking awesome. And I'm thinking, oh, I didn't, I don't have a hundred grand. It's like, don't worry about the money. You're going to get paid. I'm like, Oh, okay. <laughs> you know? So, and I, I get it. A lot of people are like, Oh, I never would have went back. And I'm like, yeah, well, every time I fucking went back, they paid me fucking way fucking more money. So I was like, yeah, yeah. so literally I've, I turned the Ink master into almost a five year career right now. It's, I did season five. Then I went back and, all right, let's go back. Let's talk about Ink Master for a minute. So before Ink Master, I was already an established tattooer. I've been tattooing for fucking, at the time, probably 15 years. And I was, I've been in all the magazines. I won all the fucking awards at shows. I fucking traveled around fucking doing all the conventions, you know, like, most fucking old tattooers had fucking heard of me somewhere, somewhat. I was in all the magazines, so I'd been around. I wasn't a fucking nobody. So when I did Ink Master, I was already... And most people that go on the show are good tattooers. And it's like, they're already booked. Go try and walk into a tattoo shop with a fucking good, solid tattooer. The guy's like, oh, I'm booked for fucking months. Because that's how it works. So when I went on season five and lost, I came home uh, from that and my fucking books dropped like my fucking my my phone stopped ringing my fucking um, my appointments fucking dropped off. I went from fucking being booked for months to nothing. And I'm like. Holy fuck. I literally just ruined my career going on the stupid fucking TV show. Yeah. What the fuck? And I went, you know, cause I tattooed like, uh, it, it, it's kind of hard to explain, but before I went on the show, I was tattooing tattooers and tattooing like people in the scene. Right. And once I got on the show, obviously every fucking tattooer is like, ah, oh, you fucking sell out. Uh, I can't believe you fucking sold out to go on that show. Uh, you know, so you get a lot of hate from that. 
of course, those same exact fucking guys are like hitting me up now. Hey, dude, you think you could get me on next season? You know, of course. Um, but my literally like my fucking books dropped to to zero, and I was like, holy fuck! Like, I I literally fucking was like, I just ruined my fucking career to go fucking on this fucking shitty fucking TV show, and I was like, fuck, what am I gonna do? Well, then a few months later. They called me back and they're like, hey, we want you to come back for fucking season seven. And I was like, okay, well, how much are you going to pay me? And they're like, well, well we're going to fucking pay you a grip. And I was like, fuck yeah, sign me up because I ain't doing shit right now. Like, yeah. literally, like, I'm fucking, I'm not doing shit. So I went back. And when I went back, Everybody was so fucking serious. I was like, we're going to win this money. We're going to, and I'm thinking to myself, and I kept telling them, I'm mean, like, don't take it so serious, man. This is fucking TV, dude. And they're like, yeah, well, you're just trying to psych us out. And I'm like, no, dude, I'm not trying to psych anybody out. I'm being real as a motherfucker. Like, they fucking, they've got their agenda, man. Like, the production knows fucking exactly which way they want to steer this motherfucker. So, just fucking do good tattoos, bro, and fucking whatever. Give them what they want. If they want you to talk shit, well, then go talk shit. Yeah. If they, like, they would ask you, they're like, hey, what do you think of fucking, uh, you know, Stinky Pete's tattoo? And I'm like, dude, it was it was good, man. They're like, okay, we don't want to hear that. And I'm like, okay, so, uh, yeah, his tattoo fucking sucked. They're like, ooh, that's good. <laughs> I'm like, okay, cool. I'm like, yeah, your tattoo fucking sucked and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, they're like, yeah, perfect. <laughs> so, they don't they don't tell you what to say but my job you know after season seven i'm like my job is to be a fucking tv fucking dude so i'm here to make good fucking tv so i kept reminding people like look dude let's fucking make good fucking tv and um so many people just took it so seriously and they thought that i was like trying to sabotage them and i'm like no dude i'm not trying to sabotage you but i'm just i'm trying to help you out like you're you're getting stressed out over after we're done filming over nothing like not like we we do fucking tattoos man like you're over here losing sleep like not sleeping all night long and then we have to wake up and do this shit again and you're stressed the fuck out because you're freaking the fuck out and i'm over here calm as a cucumber because i'm like i don't give a fuck if you send me home (laughs) tomorrow or fucking whatever all i know is i just made a couple bucks and it's better than i was doing fucking at home so so yeah so then I went back for season seven. Obviously, I did really well, and I fucking kicked ass. And um, and I, and I love the whole TV thing. It was fucking, it's fucking awesome, and I love making good TV. And um, and then I I I knew that I wasn't gonna win season seven before I even went to the finale. Like I literally didn't even my my chess piece that I did. I finished that like two sessions early. Like, they're like, are you done? I'm like, yeah, I'm done. Fuck it. You know what I mean? Like, I could have went balls to the wall, and I was just already kind of like, why bother? I'm just going to fucking lose. I could show up with the best fucking tattoo in the fucking goddamn. And I'm not taking anything away from Anthony because he's by far better than I am. 100% fucking awesome. He tries way harder than I do. <laughs> like, he is fucking awesome. Skills are awesome. He's fucking the man. So, I was, and that's pretty much why I fucking was like, there ain't no way I'm going to fucking win this shit because that dude's fucking the shit. So I kind of just gave up um, and just kind of got the 
got the job done as much as I needed to. and was like, whatever. Um, and then obviously I fucking lost. And then, uh, you know, everybody's like, Oh my God, you lost again. Blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, dude, whatever, dude. Like it doesn't, like, I don't give a fuck, man. Like I don't care. Like I'm looking at this as I'm getting a paycheck for making TV. Like, you know, like I'm making just as much money winning or losing fucking just showing up to do the TV. So I'm cool. Um, so then season nine came along and they're like, they wanted me and Megan to go back. Cause at the time, you know, me and Megan hooked up on season seven and then we fucking shot back. Uh, and we were supposed to, we were living together at the time and we were supposed to fucking, um, go back for season, um, season nine. Cause I think they were trying to do a couple's tattoo, uh, season, but then it didn't work out that way. So they just changed it to like shop wars or shops. So then, um, cause if you watch that season, there's a lot of couples, you know, that were like together. Um, but so I ended up, they, they hit me up and they're like, Hey, uh, you're, you're good friends with Aaron is right. And I'm like, yeah, we're bros. He's like, well, we're going to send Aaron out to fucking, uh, golden skull and take a bunch of photos of him working at the shop and just to make a bunch of announcements and then steadily just post that he's working there. And then from there, we're flying you over here to Jersey and then we can start filming this season nine. And I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. So he never worked at my shop except for that day right before fucking we went to go film. Master. And then we just posted a bunch of shit saying, Aaron is works at Golden Skull Tattoo now and blah, blah, blah. So... We went over there. We got our asses fucking handed to us, which, you know, I kind of knew that was going to happen. Um, and then, obviously, fucking, that was season nine. Then season um, 11 was coming. And at the time, I was talking to some people trying to get my own show. Um, so they call, so Christian calls me because, remind you, me and Christian are like bros, right? Like me and Christian, Christian used to come to my shop long before ink master and do guest spots at my shop. And he fucking, when, when we were on season fucking seven, uh, he was definitely trying to win and he still was trying to play that part, but we were fucking bros and we knew that we we needed to be there to make good TV. So we fucking hammed it up to make good fucking TV. Um, so then when it came down to season, um, for them to do season 11, they called me and said, Hey, you want to do this fucking shit? And I was like, nah, I'm cool, man. I got my other, I got this other gig in the works right now. I'm trying to get this fucking, this fucking car show going right now. And I'm going to make some fucking real money. So they're like, ah, they're like, we really fucking need you and Christian on this one. And I'm like, nah, motherfucker. Like I got shit going on. Unless you can dish out some fucking big bucks. Fuck off. You know? So they, uh, they dished out some big fucking bucks. <laughs> and then, uh, me, you know, Christian calls me. He's like, fuck yeah, we're going to do it. Because what sparked it was me, you know, this is how shitty social media is. Because what drives production and dr- I know so many people that do this all the time uh, between artists and bands and records. And like, look at the Biggie Smalls Tupac fucking shit. You know what I mean? That rivalry was like fucking epic and everybody's like yeah they fucking ate it up online same thing with fucking um uh me and christian like people online were fucking eating it up that me and him were going back and forth at at each other 
And as we're sitting there texting shit on Twitter and our fans are getting involved, you know, we're texting each other on our phones, like laughing our ass off. Like, oh my God, these stupid fucks believe all this shit. <laughs> and, Hell yeah. Yeah. So, so we're, I'm over here like, fuck you, you old wrinkled dick, you know, <laughs> tattoo circles around you, which I'm like the most humble motherfucker you'll ever meet. Like I still, to this day, don't think that I fucking have done a fucking great tattoo. Like I hate everything I do. Um, but we, we saw that, Hey, you know, this could be fucking profitable for both of us. So let's fucking do it. So we fucking, we got on it and we fucking went back. It's so funny because like me and Christian are fucking bros and the whole time we're filming, like we slept right next to each other. Like our beds were fucking like, he would smell my fucking farts. You know what I mean? <laughs> like literally, like I'm like, listen, him fucking, you know, jerk off to his old lady at night. Like, like, we're right next to each other fucking. So we're like fucking sellies, you know? And all of our team was like in the room, but they, the, the really, it's, it's so crazy because as much as you tell these guys when you're there, Hey, this shit's fucking TV. Just relax. We're all here to make fucking good TV. Don't let your emotions fucking like get the best of you. Talk some shit, make good TV. People still get, uh, emotionally involved and they they still fucking take a lot of shit to heart you know so when people are sitting there talking shit about my tattoos i'm thinking to myself yeah <laughs> i know <laughs> i know but you know you have to put on that game face and you know defend it like no fuck you you don't know what you're talking about uh even though in my head i'm thinking to myself oh my god i know i should have i've totally fucked up you know like i'm not blind i'm fucking I know exactly what you're talking about, you know, but you can't, you can't buckle down and, and do that. You need to fucking put on a good show. So in the house, even, even after the cameras were off, our teams like really fucking like segregated, which was kind of a shitty thing because you, you make a lot of great long lasting friendships being on the show. Um, and I feel like on like, like on season five, that was the best because everybody was there to fucking party on camera and party off camera. So nobody, I mean, like I could right now, I could call fucking probably anybody on season five and we would be fucking best fucking bros. And I feel like on season seven, pretty much that was the, uh, we got to fuck clean fucking episode season. Like everybody was like, like literally like I, like everybody was like against me. And I'm like, dude, you guys just need to relax, man. Like this isn't like, I'm not here to try to fuck anybody up. I'm not here to try to fuck your careers up. I'm here to just do whatever the fuck they want me to do. But uh, when it came to season 11, me and Christian, we kept telling these guys like, Hey man, like it's cool. You know, we're all fucking here making good TV. But when the cameras were off, it was Team Christian over here and Team Clean over here. Like, we didn't intermingle at all. And I would try to, like, go mingle with their team. And they just – they thought that I was, like, so trying to fucking sabotage and plot against them. And I'm like, dudes, like, relax. It's fucking – the cameras are off. I don't give a fuck. And whatever you tell me right now off camera, I'm not going to bring it up during fucking camera because that's just fucking stupid. Like, I'm not, 
uh, this isn't fucking, this isn't that. This is fucking, we're real life human beings, you know, trying to fucking get along with <coughs> and fucking, we're here to make TV. And they didn't, they didn't fucking believe that, you know, now everybody gets it once it's all said and over and whatnot. And you see people after the show and you're like, Hey, what's up? You know, now they get it. But when you're in the heat of the moment, they're like, <laughs> it's hard, you know, but, uh, yeah. So then, uh, you know, obviously I won, which was great. And then when me and DJ and Ryan Ashley went back for the grudge match, um, that series, that series was great. It was fun. Uh, I really tried so hard to go fucking Gordon Ramsay on these guys. And I was like, I'm like, dude, these guys fucking are fucking up so bad. Some of their tattoos suck so bad. Like, just let me rip them to pieces. Let me shred them. Let me, and they were like, no, 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 just save that for next season. We, we can't, we, you know, we can't fucking uh, ruin people's careers. And I'm like, nobody's going to watch this shit, man, if we don't fucking ham it the fuck up, dude. Yeah. So there was a lot of fucking kumbaya pat on the backs fucking during that season, which I didn't really agree with. But it was, it worked, you know. And it's hard because a lot of them are your friends too. So it's hard to fucking really talk shit and fucking be like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? You know, but it is what it is. But that, that season was pretty fun. So. Oh, yeah, man. That's awesome. I also see that you got into, uh, you built a couple of motorcycles. I said it on your Instagram, man. Like some of them bikes you build, man, they look good. And that's, you went to a paint class last weekend, didn't you? Correct. Am I wrong? Yeah. 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 I, I've been fucking with cars and bikes. My whole life, man. I, I grew up at the racetrack. I used to race clay oval back in the day. Um, I, I've been I've been always building shit. I built lowrider bikes when I was in high school. And, um, you know, I, I'd always been a fucking, you know, I, I learned how to rebuild bikes and lace wheels and fucking straighten rims and fucking weld. And I, I learned how to all, I learned how to do all that shit out of necessity because I was fucking poor. My family didn't have any fucking money. So if I wasn't stealing it or fixing it, it wasn't happening. I was, it wasn't getting done. So, um, I, I feel like, uh, I tell my kids all the time. I'm like, man, when was the last time you motherfuckers went and stole a pair of shoes? And they're like, what the fuck? Never. I never stole a pair of shoes. I'm like, exactly. I'm like, you motherfuckers don't know what time. Like, I used to have to steal my shoes if I wanted a new pair of shoes. You just fucking go ask, Hey dad, can I need a new pair of shoes? I'm like, Okay. <laughs> So, um, yeah, I, I, I like building motorcycles and I like fucking, and by all means, I'm, I'm not saying I'm the shit. I'm not saying that I'm the fucking, I, I just enjoy tinkering. I'm a tinkerer. I love fucking just building things. I love fucking helping my bros do things. I love just fucking being in the garage and, um, I love just fucking, you know, just sitting there fucking doing shit. You know, that's, that's my, that's my Zen time. I don't watch TV. My TV hasn't been on in my living room to fucking in months. You know, like I barely even have a TV in my fucking house. I, I got it last couple fucking Thanksgiving's ago. Cause I knew that it was going to rain and motherfuckers want to sit around and watch TV. So I was like, all right, I guess I'll get a TV. Raj um, pretty much from sun up to sundown. If I'm not tattooing, um, but, uh, yeah, I took that paint class, uh, uh, last week and that was, uh, 
that was taught by fucking uh, this dude Armando, Bugs, and uh, uh, Danny D, uh, who are legends in the paint game. And uh, I just wanted to fucking, you know, try and learn some tips and uh, get some some uh, some pointers and uh, try and better my game to so that I can, you know, put put my own spin. You know, because I don't do this shit for money. Like people ask me all the time, "Hey, can you paint my bike? Hey, can you fucking uh, paint my car? Hey, can you?" And I'm like, no, no, I can't. Like, if I need money, I go fucking tattoo. Um, if I need money, I'll fucking sell some shit out of my backyard. Like, I got, I, I sell parts like a motherfucker. I'm like a fucking total swap. <laughs> like, I'm like probably the furthest thing from whatever you think you know about celebrities <laughs> that you will ever know. <laughs> like, I'm like a normal ass grease monkey motherfucker selling fucking, I'm the dude selling parts at swap meets. Like, I'm pumped if I sell fucking 200 bucks fucking in parts at the swap meet. Because I'm like, fuck yeah, man, I made 200 bucks. <laughs> when I go tattoo and make fucking 1500 You know what I mean? Like, but but I just I just enjoy doing it, you know? That's like my, that's my shit. Um, and, yeah. and that's that's what's important, man, doing what you love. and, and Totally. And, I, I yeah. see I'm like, you know, people want me to paint their bikes and this and that. And I'm like, I'm, like, I'm not going to paint your bike. I'm not going to have you sit and tell me what color to paint, what fucking style to paint, what fucking how you like it, how you don't like it. You're not going to fucking sit and nitpick it apart. Um, but I'll paint this bike. And if you want to buy the bike when I'm done with it, well, fucking by all means. You know? um, that's, you know, I got a bunch of buddies that are in the car game and, and motorcycle game. And they're some of the best. And they're fucking broke. They're all fucking, you know, like they're like struggling check to check. You know, it's a hard, it's a hard fucking, it's a hard gig to fucking maintain, you know, um, making that fucking dollar every day when you're, when you're doing what you love too, you know, cause yeah, you can sit here and build a sissy bar for a guy and charge him fucking 75 bucks an hour. And then all of a sudden you really enjoy doing some shit. And then you're like, wait a minute, I got fucking 10 hours into this thing. Ain't nobody going to pay fucking $800 for a fucking sissy bar. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you're like, fuck, shot my foot on that one. But I just, uh, I just, I just do the shit for fun, man. I just, uh, um, I'm trying to, I'm trying to better my own skills for my own personal reasons. Not because I want to try and collect the paycheck to, to try and make it into a business. Is that, if that makes sense? Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, a lot of that. Uh, I did. It just sounds like all that stuff goes hand in hand, though. From the tattooing artistry to the painting to the metal fabrication, and yeah, I, I feel like you know, craftsmen are are a dying breed. You know, there's there's so many guys that um, just pick up a fucking uh, phone and they call they call a shop and they drop their fucking shit off there. You know, um, and I feel like I mean that's that's cool. Um, but I feel like, you know, wouldn't you want to learn how to do that yourself so that maybe, you know, and, and I say this all the time, my shit might not be the best. It might not be the, uh, the nicest shit rolling around. It, it has its fucking flaws, but at the same time, I could know that I did it myself, which I take a little bit of pride in. Um, but then at the same time, I, I know that, well, the next one's going to be better. And, and that's, that's kind of like, well, yeah, who can't go fucking drop 
2000 bucks and have some guy fucking paint their fucking bike and it's the baddest fucking thing in town. Like, yeah, that's cool. So, you know, I don't know. I just like doing my shit myself, you know? That's just that's just me though, you know. Yeah, but, yeah man, that's awesome. And, and that's dying out too with today, you know, I mean like as time goes on, man, more and more people are handing stuff off for people to do it, you know, as opposed to getting their hands dirty and, and doing it themselves. Yeah. I mean, I don't I don't blame some people for you know, some people just really want nice fucking shit, you know. Me I like the fucking <laughs> I like the headaches and the the stress and the fucking the the hardships that come along with you know the old shit. You know, I I ride a fucking a brand new bike today. I was just riding my fucking road glide. I got a brand new road glide, and it's like the whole time I'm riding, I'm like, yeah, it's fun. You know, my fucking chicks on the back, fucking she digs it. But the whole time I'm thinking to myself, man, I wish I had my shovel head right now. You know, but then the shovel head, there's not a lot of guarantees you're gonna make it there and back. You know. So, it's like that. It's like a gamble, you know? So when I got time to kill, I fucking, we'll take the fucking, uh, we'll take our chances, you know? Like, I've ridden that bike back and forth to California a dozen times, and, you know, a couple times I've broken down. I've made it a bunch of times, but it's the it's the fun of the fucking adventure sometimes, you know? And I, I like that. I I say it all the time. Like, we'll, we'll go out of state for these car shows, and the best part of the car show is the actual ride there. Like that's the fucking that's the fun part. That that's the glory. And um, you know, that's uh I don't know. I, I think that uh some people just uh they like that warranty. They like that uh that satisfaction of knowing that uh they got that warranty in case something happens. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. I, I like the old shit, man. I, I'm not gonna I'll, I'll take an old bike over a new one any day. I don't care if it's slower. I don't care if it's fucking not as shiny. I don't care if it's, I just like the way they feel. Like I ride my pan head around and that motherfucker barely does fucking 60. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's, it's fucking chugging along at 60 miles an hour. Like chug it, chug it, chug it, chug it, chug it. Like, come on motherfucker. Let's get going. <laughs> I, like I literally fucking, I literally fucking like I'm fucking, I got to fucking smile ear to ear the whole fucking time I'm riding. Even when it starts sputtering and chugging and the fucking, it's running like shit. Like I just, I don't give a fuck. Cause I'm like, this shit's fucking fun as fuck to me. Like I like it. Yeah. yeah. That's what's you up. But, so you've, you've been, uh, all right. So I recently, I recently found out once uh, we were talking about having you on, uh, that you've actually been, I'm in Michigan city, Indiana. Yeah, uh, I've been and going, I, and I, I've heard that you've been here at Body Gallery, and and uh, you know Scott. Scott's my fucking my fucking, and I've known that guy. Let's see, I met Scott probably back in like ninety seven, ninety eight. Uh, we were both getting tattooed by uh, Jeff Zuck, and um, that's how I met Scott. And Scott was. He just took over fucking body gallery. Like he was still an apprentice and the owner, Scott head ended up like bouncing out of town and Scott took over the shop. And he was like, he was like super fresh in the game. So then he was like, yeah, man, come out and do a guest spot. So I was like, fuck it. All right. So I, I went out there and I used to go out there and do fucking guest spots all the fucking time. And, uh, it's just a fucking cool small town fucking feel, man. I, I love it. And, um, and at the time I'm from Chicago, 
You know yeah. what I mean? So it wasn't far. You know, it right. was only a fucking two-hour drive from where I lived. And uh, so I would go out there and, shit, I was just out there, uh, what, two summers ago? No. Okay. I, I was just out there when they just opened back up from the corona lockdown. Okay. Because they, they locked us down for a couple months. And then as soon as I heard that they were opening Michigan City back up again, I called Scott and I was like, hey, let me come out, man. These fucking motherfuckers got some money to burn. So I went out there and, you know, I had some business to do in Illinois anyhow. So I fucking went out there and tattooed for a little bit and I had to drive a car back to Vegas. So it worked out perfect. Nice. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, as I, I was saying before we got started, I only have one tattoo. It was done by James at Body Gallery. And it was, uh, it was, uh, I think that was around 99 or 2000. So James had just started tattooing himself. Let me tell you a story about James. James had been the apprentice at Body Gallery. And he'll yeah. back the story up. He was the apprentice there forever. And, and I, and I was like, so I was going to Body Gallery for years already, and I was like, so wh- when are you going to start fucking tattooing? He's like, oh, well, you know, I'm going to be apprentice. I said, look, motherfucker, you need to do some fucking tattoos to learn how to fucking tattoo. Yeah. Like, you don't fucking become a cage fighter by fucking sitting there watching this shit. <laughs> every night. Like, it's your fucking ring. So the next chick that walked in, I told her, I said, hey, you want a free fucking tattoo? And she's like, yeah. I said, James, you're up, motherfucker. <laughs> like, what? That motherfucker was shaking. I think he probably smoked about 10 cigarettes. He was just like, oh, oh. ever since, it's fucking balls in the wall. So, yeah, he, uh, yeah, he's fucking rad, man. Hell yeah, man. I've seen a lot of the work he's done recently, and, you know, compared to like back when I got mine done, and, and it's, it's greatly improved, and it's oh, yeah, yeah. doing some gnarly That's work. Anybody. Anybody that's trying to fucking better themselves is going to have that same. Yeah, James is solid, man. Like everybody at Bali Gallery is solid. Scott's yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, they had a new kid working over there. Um, fuck, what was his name? Young kid. He's fucking. Uh, well, if God. any of my Michigan City friends are on here, maybe you could chime in. Ah, I fucking forgot. God damn it. Fucking bought a gun off his ass the last time I was out there. <laughs> yeah, they do good work yeah. there for sure, though. Yeah, fucking, uh, I, I like that whole crew, man. I love his new shop. The new shop's fucking rad. Fucking, um, I was going to go back out there a couple months ago in January because um, I, I bought a school in Illinois. So I'm going to be spending the whole summer in Illinois. Oh, nice. So I'm, uh, I'm trying to get this fucking school up and running and turn it into something cool. So we'll see how that goes. And then, uh, yeah, man, fucking, I'll probably make a couple stops in Michigan City uh, just because, you know, it's not far. Well, I'm going to have to keep an eye out for you then because I've been wanting to get some some more ink done ever since 2000 or 99, whenever it was. And uh, Yeah, that's a yeah. long time to not get tattooed. Fuck. Shit, tattoos are like an addiction, man. Like, once you get one, it's like you got to go, 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 go. Like you said, you you got five before you was 18 or 16. Yeah, that's crazy. I think that uh, if you get a good tattoo and you see people's response to that tattoo, that definitely helps fucking fuel that fire, you know? Like, if you just get a tattoo and it's kind of like, eh, whatever, 
You know, people are like, oh, cool tat, bro. But when you get a tattoo and motherfuckers are like, holy shit. That yeah. Right as fuck. That thing's bad. Fuck yeah, man. You're, you're, you got that puff, uh, your chest puffed out a little bit. Yeah. Like, walking around like, yeah, motherfucker. I know, I know you see it. I know you see it. <laughs> like, you know what? I can fucking, I can put another one over on this. Oh, right. yeah. Shit, man, I got my first tattoo when I was six, 16. My dad co-signed for me. And he told me, he said, I'll, he said, I'll co-sign your tattoo. He's in Destin, Florida. He said, I'll co-sign you a tattoo. He said, but you got to promise you won't get another one until you're 21. I said, all right. So the day I turned 18, I was like, man, I went and got like five tattoos that month. And he was like, why'd you do it? I said, they're just so addicting. I couldn't help it. I'm sorry, Pops. Yeah. My, I made my kids wait till they were 18. And my fucking, my 19-year-old, he's almost 20. Fucking covered, man. He's got fucking shit everywhere. I'm like, Jesus Christ, dude, relax. But, you know, what am I going to do, you know? He's like, I mean, he sees me, he sees his mom, and we're fucking blasted. So, you know, <laughs> like, whatever, dude, live it up. How many of them have you done, though? Quite a few of them, all of them, most of them? I did my, I did a, a if you go on my Instagram, you'll see a Homer Simpson that I did. Uh, I did it a while back. Um, I did a Homer Simpson with some donuts and some palm trees and shit. That was his first tattoo I did on his 18th birthday. Nice. Um, then I did his whole ribs. I did a whole huge giant fucking rib piece with this fucking alien spaceship and shit and fucking cactus and welcome to Vegas and this huge fucking rib piece. And then, uh, my youngest, he's only 16, but he tattoos as well. Uh, he's probably fucking better than fucking half the guys tattooing in fucking town. He's fucking crushing it, you know? Hell yeah. Um, but he's, he, he's all like, yeah, I'm going to get tattooed. I said, motherfucker, you ain't getting shit. <laughs> like you get, so you can do Yeah, there it is. Hell yeah, that's dope. <laughs> yeah. That was his, that was his first tattoo. <laughs> fucking. He was, nice. he was super pumped. And, uh, and then, uh, yeah, fucking, uh, so he's he's bugging me, you know. But I just I just told him I said, man, don't you don't need to rush it, you know. Tattoos are they're there forever. Like when I started getting tattoos, it wasn't cool. It wasn't the fucking, you know, the the Mister fucking popular fucking thing to do. Like it was the the outcast, the rebellion, the fucking like fuck society, fuck your rules, fuck whatever the fuck you you know. It was it was way different when I was getting tattooed and that's why, that's what I liked. I, I liked that. I liked fucking, you know, when, you know, people not sitting here trying to fucking talk to me because of my fucking tattoos. They're like, Whoa, that guy looks like he just got out of prison. Like, yeah, leave me the fuck alone. Motherfucker. Like, <laughs> so it was, it was way different when I, when I started getting tattooed than it is now. Um, you know, I, but then again, you know, like I, I love fucking tattoos um, and I don't get tattoos for other people. Like I don't I'm not running out getting my fucking my neck tattooed just so people can fucking look at him and be like, oh, wow, he's got his neck tattoo. Like, no, motherfucker, I, I'm solid. Like my fucking I've got a little space on the inside of my thighs and that's it. Like my ass is solid. My fucking like toes to my fucking balls are fucking solid, you know. And, uh, and that's, I just like tattoos and I've always loved tattoos. 
Um, and even if fucking they outlawed him tomorrow, I'd still be getting tattooed. You know what I mean? Like, if they were like, and, and sometimes I think, I'm like, man, I hope they outlaw this fucking shit, man. Because then, you know, the hardcore motherfuckers are going to come out of the woodwork and be like, yeah, we're fucking, we're back, you know? So, it's cool. Hell yeah. I, I like tattooing. I, I like fucking, I, I just like, I just like the tattooing. I, I can't say that I like where tattooing's at right now as far as like, um, like the industry because I don't really don't pay attention. Um, it's so funny because people are like, what do you mean you don't uh, pay attention to tattoo the tattoo industry? What do you mean you're, you're not into the tattoo industry? I'm like, they're like, you're in it. I'm like, I just don't give a fuck. I don't care what other people, I don't care what other tattooers are doing. I don't care what fucking the industry is doing. I care about what fucking the dude sitting in my chair fucking wants to get tattooed. And I care about fucking my art and that's it. You know, I don't, I don't give a fine fuck what fucking is trendy. I don't care what fucking style is trendy. I don't care what fucking, you know, what fucking Tom said about fucking Harry. And I don't care. I just don't care. I could give two flying shits. Um, you know, I, I got my circle and my circle small and, and, that's how it's going to stay, you know? Hell yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. That's so, yeah. What's trendy and, and doing stuff that you don't normally do going back to like being on ink master. I mean, that's probably has to be one of the toughest parts, you know, doing shit that you you don't normally do. And I, and, and I'm sure, you know, they always say, Oh, a good or a tattoo artist can do anything. You know what I mean? But still not being able to do what you do. Well, yeah, so let's let's we'll we'll cover that for instance. Um, so what what I'd like to say is the tattooing part is the easy part. Like the art, on the other hand, well that's that's a little bit more tricky. So I I love it when guys are like, oh well, I normally don't do these style tattoos, so you know that's why my black's not solid. What the fuck, like. <laughs> I don't give a flying fuck if you're tattooing a dragon, a fucking eagle, a fucking wolf, a, a fucking tribal design. Like, like whatever the fuck you're tattooing, um, black is fucking black. Yeah. You know, lines are fucking lines. Like, you close your eyes and you go like this. Like, the fucking tattoo is fucking doing the, your machine's doing the same fucking thing. Like, the tattooing should be the easiest fucking part of the whole entire thing. But yeah. for whatever reason... You tell a motherfucker that never done Japanese before that he has to do a koi fish. Oh, my God. He forgets how to pack color. What the fuck? What do you mean you forget how to pack color? Like, you you do fucking realism. So, what, realism doesn't have solid fucking color in it? I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, that's a good point. It blows my mind how, like, just how fucked up that is. It just blows my mind. Like, the tattooing is easy. Follow a fucking, you follow the line. I get it artistically if you're not used to doing certain shades and certain fucking shapes, you know, when you're doing faces and stuff like that, you know, if you're not used to doing human anatomy, like that's super tricky. So I get it. You can fuck it up, but to do fucking a smooth variation from one color to another color. Well, that should be in any fucking tattooers wheelhouse to do solid fucking lines and smooth, consistent lines. Well, it should matter what fucking style you're doing. That should be fucking, like, the first thing you fucking learn. You know, like, oh, you need to do fucking some smooth gray wash blends? Okay, well, you should be able to do that. You know, like, 
like it's fucking insane to me how motherfuckers shit the bed when when they're fucking you know, when they when they have to do something that they're not used to, you know. Yeah, I never looked at it that way. I guess it's yeah, the art as opposed to the actual tattooing. Yeah, that fucking needle goes up and down no matter what the fucking picture is. Like yeah. that could be a portrait, it could be a fucking goddamn fucking Looney Tunes character. It's still your machine still does the same fucking thing. Like you it just blows my mind how motherfuckers are like, "Oh, yeah, I forgot. I don't normally do fucking biomechanical motherfucker like it's just a picture (laughs) fucking a i love it i love it man it's awesome yeah so i it's uh it's i I feel like the tattooing part at least for me the tattooing part was the easiest shit out of all ink master like you just showed up and you do fucking tattoos it's like that's the easiest fucking shit to do you know hell yeah dude that's awesome man so what's your favorite thing to do other than work on your bikes and work tattooing? Like what, what's something that we could find you doing on a, just say a basic random Sunday? Well, I saw today you like to go to the gym. I saw you had a gym selfie today. Yeah, I, I, I go to the gym every day. I just fucking, I, I know how this algorithm works on fucking social media. So I, I have to fucking make posts or otherwise I'm kind of dropped to the back. So when I get, you know, so Sometimes I just fucking, I just have to post something. I used to do a lot of gym posts and I used to try to motivate motherfuckers. Um, but then you, then you start resenting the people that follow you. Um, and you resent them because all they want to do is talk shit. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, why are you following me, motherfucker? Like, you follow me just so you can talk shit? Like, fuck, dude, I'm trying to fucking... You know, I'm trying to fucking do a little bit of positivity here by motivating people to fucking go out and do some fucking exercise. And everybody just wants to talk shit. You're just like, fuck, dude. Shut Man, up. I feel you, dude. I feel you on that shit. Man, I, went, I, was, I used to be 420 pounds, dude, and I dropped down to 200. I'm sorry. I'm at 270 now, dude. So I know what you're talking about, bro. Like, I've, I've dropped that much weight. That's fucking... Fuck, dude, you're carrying around another fucking dude. You just lost. Yeah, I was, dog. I was fucking huge, bro. No bullshit. Like, I, when I was sleeping at night, I couldn't breathe, man. I, oh. man it, I just woke up one day, and literally what it was, my daughter looked at me. She said, Daddy, I love you, and I don't ever want to see you go nowhere. I said, okay. And there's something clicked in my head, and I was like, man, fuck, I'm 400 and something pounds. I could wake up tomorrow and have a massive fucking heart attack and die. True. It's true. So I just... You I know? just took, I took it everything and I said, let's get it. Let's fucking work. Work, son. Yeah. You know what? And then here's my biggest thing is I like fucking bitches. <laughs> you're, when you're, I'll tell you right now, when I'm here. I'm hard and your fucking cardio is on fucking point. And then you, and then you come home and you smash that fucking bitch's ass like you're just fucking got- out of an MMA fucking fight. <laughs> like, I love it. Thanking you, you know, and you're like, uh, you know, there ain't nothing worse than fucking smashing your bitch. You're like dying. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. Oh my God. Man, when you got, okay, when you got some your mouth and you're beating that bitch fucking solid and she's fucking crying bloody murder. Like, <laughs> like you need to give me a break. And like, Fuck you. Die. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! 
fucking satisfying. I'm like, yeah, I'm the man, bitch. Go buy me a plate. <laughs> facts. Facts. Big fucking facts. Then on top of that, you never know when you got to fucking, you know, and you never know when you got to fucking mop a motherfucker up at Walmart, you know? Like, I, I say it all the time, you know, like, <laughs> dudes all want to run their mouth, and then once you fucking, you got 30 seconds, motherfucker, because that's all you got. Like, most of the time, fucking dudes are done. And if you got, you know, because I box, too. Like, <laughs> like my kid, you see my oldest son, that motherfucker is a monster. Like, I'm scared of him now. He never wants to fucking beat his, you know, fight his old man. Got it. But, uh, yeah, you know, I like being in shape, you know. I, I feel like it's um, and then on top of that, dude, I'm 43 years old, man. I'm fucking old, you know. I'm not getting any fucking younger, so why not fucking just take care and maintain, you know? Just try and maintain. So, oh yeah. What's a couple fucking? What's a couple push-ups? You know. I just uh. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'm doing it right or whatever, but I just try to do it. I still don't fucking run. I'm not running unless I'm chasing my big ass. Mm-mm, not going to do it. I ain't, I won't. I'll ride a stationary bike, but if you see my big ass running, you better take your ass running too. So it's chasing my big ass. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's tough. You know, when you're a big guy, it's, it's, it's hard to fucking, it's hard to move, you know? Like, we got some guys yeah. at the gym, at the boxing gym, and, uh, they ain't gonna chase you around the ring, boy. They fucking they're they're like they wait for you, you know. So it's uh, I get it. I I totally feel you. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I just try to fucking I try to just stay busy, man. So back to the question: what what would you catch me doing, um, on a Sunday? I'm into the swap meets. I love fucking garage sale and swap Hell meet. Hell yeah! Fucking, I love fucking going to uh. You know, uh, I love going to the car swap meets, motorcycle swaps. I love the garage sale, fucking broad acre swap meet. Um, just junk collecting. I got a lot of fucking knickknacks and tons of fucking. My house is like a fucking a junk museum, dude. I'm like a fucking. I got shit everywhere. Like just fucking. I just like. I just like shit everywhere. Ever, you know. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I just uh. I go to the, let's see, typical day. I wake up, I go to the gym, try to get there as early as I can. Uh, fuck around on social media for fucking a while. Uh, do the gym, come home. If I don't have to tattoo, I get in the garage, start jamming on something. Uh, run some errands if I have to. Uh, usually fucking everybody goes up to my house and kind of does whatever they got to fuck. You know, every, my house is kind of like the, kind of like the dude hub, you know, like, Everybody kind of shows up and they're like, hey, you at the house? I'm like, yeah, I'm there. And they're like, all right, I'll be by. And, you know, everybody kind of comes over and fucking chips in on some shit because I'm always working on something, you know. So, but, uh, yeah, there's there's always something going on over here. Um, but, yeah, man, all in all, I'm pretty low-key, man. I don't hang out at bars. I don't fucking really, I don't really, I'm, you know, if I'm on the road, I mean, then I'll, I'll go out and do shit. But for the most part, I just fucking... Hang out, fucking uh, at the house with dogs, and do my shit. Like I'm getting ready to get on a plane tomorrow. I'm going to Daytona for Bike Week, so that's always a fun little little week getaway. Go out Hell there, yeah. do a lot of good riding, hang out with my bros, and you know that's uh, that's always fun. Yeah, and they're all opened up down there too. So yeah, you know what's funny was uh, I, the last time 
uh, I was there. It was during bike week last year and um, everything was fine. And then all of a sudden the last fucking day, um, they pulled all the permits because they're like coronavirus. Everybody's got to fucking go home and, and do the, this and that. I'm like, so I was like, what? Coronavirus. So they shut down everything. So there was really not a whole lot to do. So we were like, well, fuck it. If everything's closed, well, we're going to the fucking beach. So we ended up just hanging out on the beach all fucking day. Well, then I was supposed to fly to Chicago to go to a tattoo convention right afterwards. And they canceled the tattoo show. Hmm. So I was like, whoa, what the fuck is going on? So I got fucking home. And sure as shit, I got kind of sick. I was like, whoa, what the fuck? You know, and I got a little fucking paranoid. I was like, man, I got a sore throat. But I figured it was just kind of like um, uh, allergies, you know, like, you know, it wasn't it was I wasn't sick, sick. I like had a sore throat and a little fucking had a little fucking fever. And I was like, oh, man, but I wasn't like dying or nothing. I was like, OK, I just fucking hung around and sat in fucking in front of the fucking TV and watched a fucking couple of fucking movies. And that was it. And then like. Two days later, I was back at the gym, fucking jamming out. Everything was cool. And then literally fucking like a week later, everything's locked down. Oh, my God. I was like, what the fuck? So, yeah, this whole fucking, that whole last year was just a mess. But you know what's fucking crazy? Everybody, I got more shit done last year. (laughs) I made more fucking money last year than fucking anything. I mean, I was knocking out projects. I went. I didn't, the only thing I didn't do, I was still tattooing the whole fucking time. We never shut down. I fucking put cardboard on the fucking windows and told motherfuckers, hey, if you ain't fucking scared, I ain't, I ain't scared. Because I, I tell motherfuckers, I'm like, I can do fucking 50 push-ups in a row with ease. I'm all right. <laughs> I, ain't yeah. worried, I ain't worried about it. I can do fucking, I'm fucking, I'm healthy. I'll get through anything, you know? So I just... I was like, if you ain't worried, I ain't worried. And we never had any fucking problems, man. Nobody was getting sick. I know numerous people that got fucking COVID, tested positive. They're all fucking still alive. I know a lot of people said, oh, well, my next door neighbor died. And I'm like, well, that sucks, you know, but, <laughs> you know, I feel yeah. like, I feel like this whole COVID thing, I get it. There's something going on. There's some bad shit going on, but I feel like, this is a bad time for people to start trying to be healthy. <laughs> like, don't you think you should have been healthy for the past fucking four or five years? Then maybe you don't have to worry so much. But well, you know, they're not even, and that's one of the things, you know, they're telling you, you know, wear a mask, don't go in crowds, don't do this, don't do this. But nobody's telling the population how to be healthy. No. You know, they're not, they're not promoting you know, taking vitamins and, and eating better and you Excellent. know what I mean? You can't Man, put, you can't make money if everybody's happy or healthy. You know? No, but yeah. when a fucking salad costs five dollars and a fucking make chicken from McDonald's costs a dollar, they're just like and let me get a salad, all right, twenty seven fifty. Let me get a McChicken, a dollar twenty five. Yeah. Really? I I I get it. Yeah. But at the same time, you could hard boil a dozen eggs for fucking three bucks, and I, and I eat a dozen. I eat a dozen eggs a day, like, straight up. Like I hard boil. I'll eat five to six eggs for breakfast with a fucking huge fucking slab of bacon, and that's my breakfast every fucking yeah, day. Yeah. 
and then the rest of the eggs I fucking eat throughout the fucking day, and it's fucking nothing but pure pure protein, and fucking it don't cost fucking more than five bucks. Yeah, hell yeah, dude, that's a tip. I'll eat a nice dinner, you know, but I, I I definitely feel like people should be worrying more about trying to fucking healthy their lifestyles um, than they are some magical fucking shot to make them better. You know, I feel that people have the wrong mindset right now. Like, ah, wear masks and fucking don't go out and do this. It's like, well, no, how's about go the fuck out, exercise your asses off and eat right and get healthy and then fucking not worry about shit, (laughs) you know? So Yeah, yeah. Who am I to say? I don't know. I just do my shit. (laughs) Yeah, and I I just hope that 2021 is a better year. I mean, but I so. so far I've been fucking, I mean, I, I don't have no bad days, man. I crush everything. I try to, I try to say this and I live this. I'm like, no fucking bad days. If I'm having a bad day, well, I need to re fucking adjust my thinking to realize, you know what? You're still alive, motherfucker. You still got two fucking beautiful kids. You might not have fucking whatever your mind is, you know, focused on for whatever reason that's bringing you down. But at the same time. There's motherfuckers that have shit way worse. And I'm fucking just, I don't know. I, I feel like I, I live by that. I try to fucking be as positive as possible. And I try to make sure that fucking I do everything in a, and you know, I guess I'm one of those guys that looks at the fucking glass. Well, is it half empty or half filled? And I pick out the best scenario, you know? That's what's up, man. That's a, that's a good way to live. So I always... I, I always say I'm happy to just have a glass. Yeah, you know, like there's motherfuckers that don't have glasses. <laughs> yes. And then I, I, it's like, I, dude, and I don't want to sit here and brag about the shit that I have and the shit that I got and this and that. But I, I, if I have a bad day, like, what a fucking piece of shit I would be. You know what I mean? Like, motherfucker, I've got eleven motorcycles. I got 11 fucking motorcycles. You're going to tell me I got a bad fucking day? Fuck you. <laughs> like, it, it, it just, I can't do it. Because it's like, you know what? I can't have a bad day because I still, I still fucking am crushing it. Fucking, some guys don't have one motorcycle. Some guys have a fucking old lady at home that won't suck his dick, won't let him buy a motorcycle, and still bitches at his ass every fucking day. So no matter what, I'm still fucking doing better than that guy. So yep. like I, I just I can't I just try to be fucking positive no matter what, man. I like that's it. Like no matter what. I mean I wish my dick was twice the size, but I, mean, <laughs> I can't fucking Well shit, man. That's what's Wait, up. But at least you got a dick, you know. Exactly. Like, <laughs> like straight up. Like even if my dick didn't work, fucking <laughs> with it fuck it fuck it uh but let's let what about that mustache though that mustache is on point today yeah we yeah we had several comments in the chats tonight about this but he's loving it man fuck is going on with my hair (laughs) fuck's going on with my beard my mustache i just i i just don't give a fuck i really i just don't even give a fuck like everybody's like I get, <laughs> I have this, my DMs are filled with these chicks like, you need to shave your face and cut your hair. And I'm like, I'm like, 
how's about you go fuck yourself? Yeah. Fuck are you to tell me what I need to do? Like, and I'm like, bitch, you ain't sucking my dick. Cause I'll tell you right now, I just got my dick sucked fucking right before I got on this fucking phone call. And my chick fucking loves it. And she's fucking banging hot. So I don't, yeah. I don't yeah. know what the deal is, you know, like she fucking digs it. She's fucking, and that's, and it's all that matters. Like, but it's so weird because people ask me why you got your mustache. I'm like, I don't even know. Do I like it? No, I don't. I don't even know what the fuck I'm doing. Like I just, I'm like I'm different. Fuck it. Yeah, why not, man? Yeah, well, I don't. It's just I don't. I, I I don't even know what to say. I am I'm speechless. I don't even know. Well, of course, if you ever decide to grow your beard out, the invitation to join our club, the Beard Rebellion Beard Club, the the invitation stands and. Uh, you know, like to put that out there. Uh, several people have mentioned it in the chat here, you know, as far as. I look too homeless. When I fucking got a beard, man, I look like a fucking homeless degenerate. Like, I mean, now I feel like I just look like a fucking some old fucking hippie biker, dude, which I guess whatever. I'm cool with that, too. I tried pulling that off one time, man, and I had some bikers in the gas station snickering at me, you know, and I was like, fuck this, I'm shaving it, you know, I couldn't pull it off. You can, you can at least pull it off. Yeah, yeah, I, I just, uh, yeah, I'm the one laughing at the bikers. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, nice, nice buddy, nice. Yeah, you got that? Let me see. <laughs> no, you don't. You're still making payments. Later. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit, that's awesome, so, man. So you uh so Vegas is home, correct? Yeah, yeah. I live in Vegas. Um I just bought five acres uh in the next town over, which is uh an hour away in Pahrump. Um and I'm kind of gonna start building a little fucking compound out there. Um but also I I I own a fucking school. I bought a fucking school building, an old fucking elementary school out in Illinois. It's, it's an amazing building. It's a fucking, uh, it's, uh, uh, it's fucking 20,000 square feet. I'm going to try and have concerts there. I'm going to try and have a tattoo shop in there. I'm going to try and have some cars and coffees, cruises in the mornings. I'm going to try and, uh, have mini bike races out back. I'm going to just try and turn it into a cool ass fucking dude, fucking like sanctuary, you know? Oh yeah. Where at in Illinois? It's uh, Kiwani, Illinois. It's 45 minutes from the Point uh, Iowa fucking border. Okay. So it's, uh, it's a fucking school, man. Like straight up like yeah. there's fucking like if you go on my Instagram, I posted some photos not too long ago. It's pretty it's pretty fucking crazy. It's people are like, why did you buy a school? I said it was cheap. Like I bought <laughs> it at an auction. It was fucking 20 grand, you know, like. I don't know. It's fucking a school. Twenty so, grand. So, hell yeah. yeah. There's, so does that mean that we get to have our first beard competition in Illinois there for the Beard Rebellion? Dude, if I get it up and running, like I have all of those things. I want to have fucking, I want to have something going on every fucking week, every fucking weekend. Like I'm trying to turn it into a place that you're going to be begging me to have it there. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. Like that's, that's what I'm trying to like, I'm trying to make it to where you're like, dude, we need to have it there because the dude's got a tattoo shop in the school. He's got fucking arcade, pool hall, fucking 
you know, I'm going to try and see if I can't do like some topless fucking strip club kind of shit. <laughs> um, you know, taco shop, pizza shop, bar, fucking. Fuck. Can I come now? I mean, yeah. shit. I'm, I'm really trying to fucking do some shit, man. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, and this little town has nothing going on. So it's, it's, it's hopefully going to be a good thing. You know, hopefully I'm not getting over my head, but, but. Then again, it's like, I don't see how I can fail. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. all I have to do is fucking host the fucking party that everybody's going to be talking about for the rest of their fucking lives, that it was the most insane fucking party they've ever been to. And that right there, fucking, that's what people want. People want to fucking have a good time. They want to fucking, so why not just give them a good fucking time? Like, yeah. like dudes want to fucking see hot bitches. Duh. So, like, okay, you got to be a hot bitch to work here. Like, okay, fucking, you're not hot enough. Yeah, Kick yeah. rocks, bitch. Go, <laughs> go clean the toilets. Fuck it. Hey, like, like we we've got a big meet coming up in Las Vegas. Actually, we're gonna have a lot of guys from the club show up, and we, shit, like, like we was like, shit, man. Like, right, we our international presence said, hell, we need to have a cookout with, with clean. I was like, shit, that'd be dope. Yeah, the uh, the the Vegas is. Basically, the reason I moved to Vegas was because, for that same reason, it was very easy to get people to come to Vegas. Like, you don't have to fucking pull your old lady's string to fucking say, hey, I want to go get tattooed, and uh, let's take a weekend in fucking Vegas. You know, where I was going to move to Texas, and it seemed like it was a little harder to get clientele uh, to go to Texas. Where as soon as I said, hey, I'm going to move to Vegas, it was like... The fucking the floodgates open and everybody's like, oh, I go to Vegas twice a year. Fuck yeah. yeah. You know, it's it's not hard to get to Vegas. You know, it's cheap. It's fucking cheap to fucking stay here. Um, there's plenty to fucking do. And then every and then the more you come back, the more you fucking get to see, you know, you don't do the same shit. Do something different every fucking time. Like I know a guy that's been out here probably 50 times and he's never stayed in the same hotel twice. Like that's awesome. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, man. I, I think that uh, um, I think that Vegas is, is a good thing. And, and I think hopefully that uh, I could turn fucking, you know, my little school into a destination to where people are going to say the same thing. Like, cool, let's go fucking hang out in this uh, little town for the weekend and fucking raise some fucking hell uh, and, you know, have a good fucking time. So it's uh, yeah. awesome, man. It's awesome partying in the midwest yeah it's i'm hoping that during the winter time it's not going to be too fucking rough i hate going back there in the winter that's why oh, yeah. i moved i'm like fuck this place it sucks so yeah it's pretty brutal yeah yeah you know if you grew up in illinois you know yeah, yeah. Are brutal. It's exactly i was just riding my motorcycle today it was fucking 70 degrees out it's fucking perfect like i love vegas it's fucking awesome yeah it was, yeah, 40, it was 42 here today and people were out on their bikes yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i remember those days when it's yeah. 42 here i'm like fuck that it's free <laughs> like i'm gonna fucking no way but it's it yeah, i've been often you know i believe it was 55 in kentucky today 59 559 somewhere like that yeah once you get into 60s you're all right 50 59 yeah. 50s is still cold yeah 
Uh, we got a couple of guys in the club that actually uh, are tattoo artists. We had them uh, on one of our episodes. Um, it was Canada, if if I'm not mistaken. I saw yeah, guys. Yeah, it was Canada. Sorry. Yeah, it was Canada. Um, yeah. I'm trying to find out. I'm trying to find in the chats here. Uh, what's the most intimidating tattoo you've ever done? I don't know even know how to answer that. Intimidating. Was there anything that, uh, you know, as, as you approach the, um, you know, drawing it out or how are you? Okay. I I think, uh, at first I was thinking like, what, like dude's going to be scary looking. (laughs) Um, (laughs) my, my most fucking intense tattoo was probably that I was most nervous to do was, was my son's first tattoo that, that Homer Simpson tattoo. When I did that, I was like, oh, fuck, you know, like, this is my baby, you know, like, this is my fucking, my flesh and blood, and, like, that was the most nerve-wracking, like, but at the same time, one of the best father-son fucking bonding experiences ever, because he fucking trusted me enough to fucking, you know, do his tattoo, and the fact that he fucking, you know, cherishes it, um, but that, that's, that was definitely one of the, like, whoo, all right, put your game face on, motherfucker, because it's almost showtime, you know? Like, it was definitely, like, oh, okay, all right, come on, all right, all right. Every fucking line counts, motherfucker, you know? Um, and then also, I think any time you get ready to do a portrait, there's always, like, super fucking, like, all right, you can't fucking slip up. It has to be fucking dead nuts. You know, these people uh, that are getting this thing, most of the time it's because the family member fucking died or an in memory of, you know, or, you know, a loved one. You know, they're not, you know, they're not getting a fucking portrait of fucking, you know, Bob Marley or Elvis because it's a fucking, you know, like, whatever. But it, the ones where it's like, you know, this is my fucking, you know, my, my, my kid. And he passed away at fucking five years old. You know, that shit right there is like, ugh, like you really got to fucking nail it. Cause there's so much emotion going with everything that's going on. So those are a little tough. Um, you know, whenever you tattoo somebody that's passed away and their loved ones getting it, you really got to make sure you, you're on, on your, on your game. Cause otherwise fucking, the last thing you want him to do is be like, oh, thanks. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. And that's that's what I am actually looking to get done next. Yeah, I lost my dad uh, when I was 18. Ever since, having a portrait of him on me has been, you know, what I wanted. But then I see the botched portraits, you know, where you have a wandering eye or a nose is misshaped. And and, and, and with that being said, you know, everybody wants to eat, you know, and, and and you as a fucking consumer, you should have done your homework fucking before you fucking just had, you know, some dudes do the fucking portrait. You know what I mean? Like you really got to go to a guy that has, dozens of portraits in his portfolio who does dozens of portraits a week or dozens yeah. of portraits a month, you know, where that's his specialty. And then that's how you're going to get a good one. Where you go to a guy that's like, 
yeah, I, I can do it. Fuck yeah, I did one. You know, and, and he, you know, he's just trying to pay his fucking rent. You right. know, like, you know, portfolio that he did fucking six years ago. You know, like, chances are I can be very sharp. You know. Yeah, I think that's why I've waited so long to actually get it done. You know, I've I've messaged. If you're in Michigan City, I would say uh, there's a guy named Pony down in uh, Chicago who's only about an hour from you. Um, I'd say he's fucking prop. Uh, what is it, Pony Lawson? That sounds familiar. Yeah, I look at think... Pony Lawson. Uh, he's right there at Mayday Tattoo. Dude's fucking solid as fuck, man. Like right on. He, uh, if I was to get a fucking portrait, I'd probably fucking have him do it. You know what I mean? Like, you go to the guys that fucking... And that's what I try to tell these people that ask me to do um, tattoos. Like, I'm very capable of doing portraits. I'm very capable of doing realism. I'm very capable of doing a lot of things. But sometimes, you know, my heart's not in it. And mm-hmm. sometimes fucking the, the, you know, the job just worth you know, putting myself on that kind of fucking, you know, firing squad, you know what I mean? To be ridiculed. And people don't understand that, you know, since I got on that show, I showcased that I'm fucking capable of doing a lot of fucking tattoo styles. But do I specialize in that? No, I specialize in my clean rock one style that I like to do. Um, So when people ask me to do tattoos that I'm not, I'm not into that I'm not artistically into, it doesn't give me any sort of justification artistically and they can't understand that because you know, they're like, what do you mean? You're fucking awesome. You're an ink master. Uh, You should fucking love my idea and my tattoo. And I'm like, no, I I don't. I want to do some fucking goofy hot rod, fucking chopper, fucking neo-traditional fucking tattoos. I don't, I don't want to do your, black and gray fucking realistic fucking skull shit that you found on the internet. Like I'm not into fucking certain things. Um, I mean, I'm capable of doing it, but then at the same time, if I know that I can't do an amazing job, well then why am I going to do it? Well, one, I'm going to do it because I need to fucking pay my rent. Um, but if I don't need to pay my rent, well then why am I going to, why am I going to set myself up to fucking um, get ridiculed by the fucking masses? Because as soon as I post a photo of it, they're going to be like, ah, that's not Ink Master material. Ah, that's fucking, ah, you know, that's not very good at all. Ah, that's some fucking horse shit. Ah. And it's like, okay, well, I don't, I'm not really feeling, uh, I'm not really feeling that <laughs> today. Oh, yeah. Okay. But then I'm an asshole because I pass. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, and then having that whole, just like you said, uh, oh, you're an ink master, Uh-oh. you know. Have what's that? Okay, you're you're good now. Something was going on; it was making weird noises. All right, uh, like you said, uh, when somebody says you're an ink master, you know, it, I mean, now that's got to be kind of a pain in the ass too, you know, like. Yeah, when when they say that, it basically um, it's just un uneded, uneducated like tattooing. You know what I mean? Like people, people just automatically assume because they found this, uh, this fucking illustrative computer fucking generated image of realistic shit online, um, that they can, that I can just duplicate that flawlessly 
and it'll look exactly like they fucking see it on their fucking little phone when they show it to me. Um, and then, but then they don't have a budget for that. It's like, okay, well, yeah, I mean, I can do that. And I'm thinking to myself, man, that's going to take me all fucking goddamn day. Like that's <laughs> fucking seven to 10 hours of solid, hardcore ass busting fucking tattooing. Well, you just told me you have a budget of $800. <laughs> How the fuck do you expect me to do that? Like, please, please fucking tell me. Oh, you could do it. You're an ink master. I've seen you tattoo. I've seen how fast you are. And it's like, okay, well, do you want to yeah. be when we're done? Or do you want me to just be realistic with you now? And that's, yeah. and that's the shitty thing, you know? So, I, I mean, honestly, I just try to avoid those kind of clients. I, I try to. I try to fucking, I, I like it when people come in and say, I want a dagger with a fucking heart and uh, I got fucking, I got fucking 500 bucks or 800 bucks or whatever. So, and it's going to go on my arm. Like that's, you know, those are the clients that I'm like, yeah, you're my guy. You know, <laughs> if they know they're I can do whatever the fuck I want and they're going to get a fucking better tattoo. Yeah. You know, they're going to. They're going to get fucking whatever the fuck I create, which half the time I usually fucking throw down some shit that I'm like, fuck yeah, dude, let's fucking really fucking flex, you know, um, instead of just them saying, I want this, 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 and that, and this, and that. And, you know, sometimes those tattoos don't, I don't get the flex and I don't get the shine because they're so pinpointed on being specific on what they want that it's kind of like, okay, well. You could have got a cool tattoo, but now you just got a basic bitch one because you were, because you, because you didn't like fucking pink. You know, it's like no, whatever you do, don't put pink in it. Like what the fuck? Put pink in it, motherfucker. It's gonna look great, pink. Yeah. Yes. Uh, someone asked a question for him. Uh oh, hang on, it's breaking up. There it is. There you go. All right. Um, someone said, what is your, your rate? They're going to be in Vegas in June and want, want some ink. Try one more time. All right. Someone asked what your rate is. Cause they're going to be in Vegas soon. Yeah. It might be me. Jeremy, you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you fine. Something on his <laughs> end. There we go. There we go. I got people calling me, and I'm fucking. Every time I hit it, it so it does something. All right. All right, we got people asking what the rate, what your rate is, because they're going to be in Las Vegas soon and would like to get in with you. Um, two fifty an hour, and I know that that scares the hell out of a lot of people. Um, but then if you, if you go and you look at my tattoos, and people ask me, they're like, "Hey, how much did this tattoo cost you?" I'll straight tell you, like. I, I posted a photo of a guy the other day. Uh, I did his whole chest and it was a solid color of like one of those crazy monsters playing some drums. And um, somebody asked, how much did that cost? Or they're like, what do you charge? And I'm like, I'm two fifty an hour. And they're like, how long did it take? And I'm like, it took me fucking three hours. And they're like, so you're telling me that that tattoo costs 750 bucks. I'm like, yeah, 750 bucks. They're like, what the fuck? And I'm like, well, yeah, it costs everybody much. They're like, oh, well, I thought it was going to cost a lot more. Yeah. Um, just because 
I'm pretty fucking fast. I mean, I'm efficient, you know? So I feel like some guys would take two hours to outline the damn thing. And I'm like, cool. I knocked it. I knocked out the whole outline in 25 minutes, you know? Yeah. So I know, I know when you say 250 an hour, it sounds like a lot, but at the end of the day, it's like, well, I'm faster than most guys. And you're, you're, you know, I don't fucking dilly dally, man. I fucking sit the fuck down, shut the fuck up. We don't take breaks unless fucking I take one. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, I know when when I had mine done, uh, it, and like I said, this was in the beginning of James tattooing. Um, the outline, I probably saw four or five people sit down with Scott. By the time James did the outline on mine, you know, and yeah. uh, back in I'm, the back in the nineties and two thousands, um, tattooing was a. Uh, was done way different than it is now. Like me personally, I used to fucking spend so much time on my outlines because I wanted them so flawless and so perfect and so crisp and sculpt every line was so fucking perfect. And then I realized I shaded black off of fucking goddamn fucking 85% of those lines. Mm. And I'm like, cool. Well, I just wasted fucking two hours. <laughs> so yeah. now I blast out the outline. I do my black shading and I go back and I fix whatever lines need to be fixed. And I'm like, perfect done. So tattooing was done a little, you know, we did things a little different back then, you know? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, we just had a bunch of the guys from uh Twitch chiming I saw in. that. I mean, yeah, we've had I quite guess. a few people here tonight, man. I, I do appreciate you reaching back to me pretty quick when I hit you up on um, Instagram. Man. That means a lot, dude, because a lot of people won't do it. They won't hit you back, man. We're just trying to trying to get us to just have a good night, man. I think we've had a pretty good night. You know what? I just totally remembered. I used to fucking hang out with this chick that used to be fucking all – that used to hang out with you guys, the bearded guys. She was like uh, – <laughs> she was in Vegas. What the fuck's her name? Big, huge tits. Fucking Betty Page looking chick. <laughs> I don't know. We have a bunch of them, uh, Yeah, we have a lot of them. The beards yeah. bring in the big tits, you know. Yeah, they do. Fucking, she used to help out fucking uh she used to help out like when you guys had events and shit like that. I remember fucking she's like, You should come hang out. I'm like, I don't have a beard. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, awesome. Right on. Well, uh, one more question, and uh, I, I lost it because all the Twitch guys here. Just, uh, I think it was the longest, uh, the longest time you've had to sit with somebody to do a tattoo. Oh, I tattooed a guy fucking fourteen hours straight before. Fourteen Damn. hours straight. Yeah, I mean, but you know, you know what's so funny is, um, like once I start tattooing, um, I don't usually get people tapping out on me. Usually the reason that we stop is usually because their their pocket empties. Um, yeah. I, I feel like if you're if if you're doing the tattoo efficiently and effectively, um, it's obviously it's painful, but it's not bad. When you see dudes tapping out after like two, three hours, four hours, um, they're they're doing something that's definitely aggravating the skin probably a little more than it needs to, you know. So I mean I I I'll tattoo. I mean you could ask guys at my shop. I they they see motherfuckers sit in that chair from noon to midnight on a daily basis. 
Hell yeah, dude. That's awesome. And usually the fucking, the reason that we stop, you know, is because they're fucking, you know, because they're like, I ran out of money, you know? And that's yeah. the thing. Like, fuck, I can't, I can't sit and tattoo for free. You know, those days are over, you know? I used to do that fucking for years just to fucking, you know, but now I get in a, you know, I, I hook everybody up, man. I, I know I'd say 250 an hour, but man, you let me do whatever the fuck I want to do. You're getting hooked the fuck up. You know, oh yeah. So I got a kid that flies out here from fucking California. He drives out once a month and gets tattooed. And you, you know what? He fucking has five hundred bucks every time he comes out. And at first, he was getting five hundred dollars tattoos because that's all I could afford. Fucking, I'd give him two hundred bucks or two hours. Fucking, he'd get a two-hour banger every time. You know, after like the third or fourth one, I was like, "Fuck it!" I tattooed him for a couple more hours and. You know, he still only had 500 bucks. He's, he's a young kid, you know, and I just appreciated the fact that this guy is driving all the way the fuck out here, spending money with me consistently. And then the last time I tattooed him, I did a big ass snake on him. I think I tattooed that motherfucker for like damn near six, seven hours. And I still only charge him 500 fucking dollars. You know what I mean? That's like, sad, man. I'm a normal ass fucking dude, dude. And, and loyalty fucking goes a long way. And if a dude's, if a dude is fucking admires, my tattoos that much well i appreciate that you know what i mean like if a dude is fucking spending every this dude's working overtime just so he can fucking get tattooed like every fucking penny he's making he wants to get fucking tattooed so you know what the least i could do is not be a fucking stuck up cock sucking fucking tattoo dude (laughs) and hook this fucking young kid up and make his fucking day a little fucking brighter and he appreciates it like that motherfucker sends me texts all the time he's like dude like this thing is fucking i love this tattoo and i'm like fuck it that's what it's about that's what i fucking like and he fucking he's straight up he shows up and he's like you know i only got 500 bucks and he you know i he's like we could do two hours man and he doesn't ask for more he doesn't expect it but then i'm like you know what fuck it dude how's about this he's like and he's all worried you know he's like Two hours in, he's like, hey, hey, are we going to be done in two hours? I'm like, how's about you just shut the fuck up, bro? <laughs> he's like, okay, 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 you know. But, you know, I'm a normal-ass dude, man. I just finished a sleeve on a guy, and, you know, I just want to do fun, cool tattoos, man. Because I'm not going to lie. The fucking whole Ink Master thing changed my clientele 100%. You know, it, it went from, you know... It, it opened my doors to a lot of people that aren't really into tattooing and people that really aren't into my style specifically, but now they're into what they've seen on TV. So they see that on TV and they're like, yeah, well, you're the guy for me. And it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm capable of doing all of that, you know, but sometimes, you know, if, if you're going to force me to do something that I'm not really into, well, I'm going to force you to fucking bust out some motherfucking hundos. <laughs> hey, yeah, bro. That's what's up. But, you know, I just try to have a good day at work, man. That's that's really all that matters to me is if I can if I can be doing this shit for 20 fucking six years and still show up to work and have a good fucking day, well, then that's, that's fucking – that's really – that's what I strive for is to fucking be excited to go to work and tattoo cool fucking people and motherfuckers that are on the same fucking level mindset as me and just and fucking have a good fucking day doing it. The last thing I want to do is fucking show up to work with a bunch of fucking Nancy's 
that want to sit here and fucking, you know, voice their fucking opinion about everything that I fucking hate. Cause I'm just like, dude, I'm not into this. Yeah. So I try to, you know, and then honestly, most of my clientele, they're into hot rods. They're into choppers. They're into fucking being dudes. They're into fucking fucking chicks. They're into fucking <laughs> being a fucking dude. <laughs> so that's, uh, yeah. that's my clientele. And I love it. And I don't want to fucking, and I tell people all the time, I'm like, we're going to fucking be just fine, you know? So. Hell yeah. One more question for you, brother. Um, a dude in the, in the club, man, he, he owns a tattoo shop in Canada. He wants to know what is it, what would it take for you to come collab in his shop, be a guest spot in his shop? Yeah. And that was, uh, yeah, you shared on your story, um, uh, George's post about you being on the show. And he says that him, Donnie and Joram and the, and his girlfriend, um, and Don's wife Trish, uh, they work in Don's Donnie's shop in Cape Breton, Nova Scotia, Canada, and they were also asking about guest spots. So, well, I as far as guest spots go, coming to Vegas, I tell people the same thing. If you're trying to come to Vegas um, to do walk-ins and shit at my shop, it's not going to happen. Because all my guys, they all get first. They're they're my fucking. Those are my bros, and those are my fucking dudes, and I'm loyal to them. So they get first fucking cracks at everything. Um, but if you have clientele and you want to try and fucking tattoo one of your homies or whatever, well then we'll find you a, a fucking booth to do that in, and you can fucking tattoo your guys, no problem. Um, as far as me doing guest spots, um. I definitely probably don't want to go to Canada. <laughs> no, no, if I'm going to go to Canada, I'm probably going to go to my buddy Bobby T's shop. He's a good homie of mine. Uh, he's up in Canada. Uh, he's over by Niagara Falls, Sleepy Hollow Tattoo. Um, but I, I uh, the Canada money's different too, man. Like, um, that's a little bit. Yeah. I don't remember if it's worth more or less right now. But I, I remember a bunch of my bros went to Canada one time to do tattoos. They went to this convention. And once they came back, they had to switch out all their dough. And they totally got fucked. They're like, I never should have even went. Fuck, it cost me money to go. <laughs> I was that's like, awesome. fuck. So, wow. that's yeah, I mean, I, there's some hot-ass girls in Canada, though. That's for sure. Yeah, we love our Canada brothers and sisters out there, man. Much love yeah, to you guys. You know, got, and, I've only been to Canada once, um, but other than other than that, I definitely, I'll tell you right now, I sure as fuck ain't going when it's cold. You guys can fuck yourselves on that one. <laughs> like I said, I'm North, fucking North. done with that shit, dude. <laughs> yeah. I'm oh, yeah. in fucking shorts and a fucking... <laughs> <laughs> I'm cool. All right, man. Oh, yeah. Well, um, yeah, dude, we really appreciate this, man. Uh, I think this is actually our longest podcast ever. Oh, yeah, um, dude, I appreciate it. What, bucking a fucking almost two hours? Almost Hell two yeah, hours, bro. man. Yeah, but yep. ass motherfucker over here. I told you I knew how to talk. Man. I love it, man. Loved every minute of it. Uh, every minute. So if, um, if you want to share your social media or your, you know, anything well, you got going on. Well, let's see here. If you guys are tattooers. Canada's a little tough 
because uh, the fucking shipping is just insane right now. Um, but you can let's see if you want to if you want to reach me and reach me direct. Um, just use Instagram. I don't use Facebook. I don't use fucking Twitter. Um, if you go on my fucking contact, when you go to my Instagram and you fucking hit contact, that is my fucking phone number. You can fucking call me. Like I'm so old school that I like pick up my fucking phone and I'm like, yo, what's up? Like, I don't, I don't check emails. I don't fucking, I, I just, I'm fucking, I don't have an assistant fucking cycling through my shit. Like just, if you want to get tattooed, you fucking send me a text. And the only reason I haven't do that and not on Instagram when I'm booking appointments is because I can't search for the fucking, for the text afterwards. If I don't know what your fucking name is, like Bobby stinky fucking dick fucking 65. <laughs> like, I'm not going to remember that talking about your fucking, you know, your fucking half sleeve of a fucking, you know, some, hot rod piston fucking monster shit that we talked about three weeks ago. Like, so you got to send me a text message. So then that way I could just, when I write it down, I'm like, okay, cool. I'm doing a fucking, uh, you know, piston with fucking this and this on this date. And I could search and I find the text. And that's the only reason why I fucking just have people fucking do it. Cause I don't check emails. I'm fucking old school. I'm fucking lazy. I, I just, I keep it fucking easy. If you, if you want to fucking make an appointment, you just fucking call me or you text me. That's it. Like, there's no magic hoops to jump through. There's no fucking, like, no fucking credit check. No fucking giant fucking paragraph. You got to fucking send <laughs> out some shit. You either, you send me some cool shit and I say, yeah, I'm going to do it. Or, man, I'm not your fucking guy. One of my guys will do it. Or fucking, that's it, man. It's easy. But. If you just go to Instagram, that's I'm on it every day. I check all my DMs. Um, you know, I'm constantly posting on that, but I I don't post on Facebook. I think it's linked to it though, so I think everything that I post on Instagram yeah. goes to my Facebook. But I don't use that because it says my real fucking name. <laughs> like it says, I think it says like James Steinke slash Clean Rock One or some shit because they wouldn't let me just have Clean Rock One. Right. So I was like. Fuck this fucking media, because then I, I got fucking old ladies fucking calling me James. They're like, "Hey James, I want to book a tattoo," and I'm like, "Who the fuck are you?" Like, well, that's your name. I'm like, "Bitch, you ain't gonna call me fucking James," because my mom doesn't even call me James. My grandma doesn't. <laughs> my fucking dad doesn't call me James. That's not my kids. Don't fucking call me James. Like, fuck off. You're gonna call me clean because that's what I go by. Go. So they're like, "Fuck yeah." What? <laughs> I'm like, oh my god. So yeah, just hit me on Instagram. You can check out my website. I got merch on there. I got some cool shirts and hats and coffee cups and posters and sticker packs. And if you're a tattooer, I probably have some of the fucking raddest fucking metal flake fucking tubes on the market. They work fucking awesome, and they I use them every day. The cartridges are fucking awesome. I uh, went over to that China fucking place and I fucking bootlegged the fucking found the factory that Saniderm uses. So I fucking got my own fucking Saniderm aftercare shit. Same shit. One third the fucking price because I'm trying to fucking undercut these cocksuckers. <laughs> and um, yeah, so <laughs> there you go. I think that answered uh, Stina's question. She was wondering if uh, when she goes to Vegas, if she would have to uh, get in the books ahead of time. And so basically, she just needs to shoot you a text. Uh, yeah. 
I only book a month out. Okay. Like, and, and it's so hard for people to be, believe that I only book a month out. They're like, yeah. what do you mean to book a month out? I'm like, dude, I'm like such a fucking gypsy. Like, I don't know where I'm going to be next week. Like, literally. Like, I'm like, I might be in California. I might be in fucking Arizona. I might be in fucking Illinois. I might hop on the bike and ride the fucking, you know, Utah. Like, I, I'm, I'm all over the place, man. I live the fucking dream, dude. I fucking do... Whatever the fuck I want to do, when I want to do it, and it's and it's hard for people to believe when they are trying to book two months, three months in advance. And I'm like, dude, like I might be dead in three months. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't make me feel bad taking a deposit and I'm dying three months. <laughs> like oh, I don't need. Hey. To bad. <laughs> Makes sense. So just fucking hit me up a couple a month before or a few weeks before and. You know, I'll try to do my best to get you in, you know? Oh, yeah. Well, once again, man, if you, uh, you know, once again, thanks again. We appreciate it. Uh, I had a great time here. Um, And when we all go, we're going to have a meetup in Vegas. And, uh, you know, maybe we'll uh, swing by and, you know, get some work done while we're all out there. Um, Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, uh and like I said, if you ever grow that homeless beard out, <clears throat> you're more than welcome to join the Bearded Rebellion, man. I, I got. I'll post. I'll post a picture. Uh, send me a link uh, for this uh, on my Instagram, and I'll post a picture of me and my, with my fucking beard. You'll be right like, on. "Jesus looking homeless motherfucker." <laughs> Jesus. All right, and then to everybody who tuned in and watched, thank you. We appreciate you, everybody who uh, commented in and asked questions. And uh, don't forget to subscribe and like and all that good shit. You know, that's why we're able to bring you amazing guests like Clean Rock One tonight. Uh, Thanks again, brother. And uh, we'll catch all you guys next Sunday night here on the Rebellious Podcast. Awesome. Thanks, man. Bye.